What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. And as always, I apologize for any noises in the background. And you already know what we're about to do. So what I wanted to talk about today was, or is, <clears throat> that I stopped smoking weed. And it's been a month and a week. Or maybe a month and two weeks. Honestly, I don't remember the exact date because I'm not, like... I wouldn't say that I get addicted to things easily because I really don't and I can just stop like cold turkey whenever I want like I did that with vaping nicotine after like five years so but then I started doing it again because like I don't know sobriety just be boring to me and I don't know I think I have like a like a fixation with This sounds weird, but, like, things in my mouth. Like, if I'm not eating, I need to have something to, like, occupy my brain power, or aka my mouth. And I don't know why. And I was thinking about getting this, um, necklace that you wrap around your, what is it called? Basically wrap around your neck. I don't know what the fuck my brain is tripping about, but anyways... I was thinking about getting this necklace that you chew on, or that you're, like, able to chew on, just so it occupies your mouth, so that you're not wanting to smoke or do anything. Because I'm trying to also quit vaping, but then again, I just bought a vape. And I'm really excited for that to show up. (laughs) And, I don't know. I feel like it's not... I feel like it's the things that I do are not that serious, just because I can quit cold turkey. Like, I stopped vaping for, like, two months after straight vaping for five years. And I wasn't really tripping, like, I wasn't, like, fiending. But at the same time, I was like, "Mm, I kind of want to. And so I went back to doing it just because I was like, well, if I'm not fiending and I can control my urges, like, I'm not, I don't have that vape on me 24-7. And I don't hit it more than, like, I want to say, what, like, maybe eight times a day. And that's, like, at the end of the day, when I want to go to sleep, I like the head rush that it gives you, or, like, the lightheadedness. So I only really use it when I go to sleep, because I don't like doing it in the day, because it makes me feel nasty. So I don't really use it throughout the day. But anyway, let's go back to weed. So I stopped, I want to say in August, and it's October, but I stopped, like the last, second to last week of August, because it was my little sister's birthday, and we didn't do anything, and that's why I remember smoking, but I don't remember the actual date, date, so I can't give you an exact, like, time frame, but I know that it's been a month, so, based off all of my symptoms, because I had been smoking for, like, three years, like, straight, like, every day, like, every day, not extremely like a lot like I was smoking maybe twice to three times a day and that was like the maximum I've gotten to and to me that's a lot so for me to just drop that shit is pretty pretty easy if I say if I do say so myself because obviously there's people who they're like oh fuck I feel like absolute dog shit because they've been doing it for like five plus years or six plus years or ten plus years you feel me so I'm not saying that that it's easy I'm just saying I myself don't really get addicted to things like that like the only things that I would say I'm addicted to is like 
I wouldn't even know what to say. I can go, I would say video games, but I can go months without video games. And I would say the internet, but I can also go days, months, weeks without the internet. Like, I didn't have internet my whole past year. And then, I would say I'm addicted to social media. That's something I'm addicted to. Heavily. <laughs> but I think everybody's addicted to social media since it's normalized. And since it's social media. So, I don't really like, what's it called? Be myself up over that. But, I would say that that's the equivalent to people who can't go days without smoking weed. But for me, it was easy to quit just because I didn't really like doing it in the first place. And the only reason I was doing it was to basically use it as a coping mechanism for how I was feeling every single day. Because I didn't want to confront my feelings. So... Yeah, that's unhealthy, and that's why I stopped, because I really didn't like doing it. And I'm the type of person that I enjoy feeling my feelings, and when I started to smoke, it was really weird, because I wasn't able to express what I wanted to, or be able to think clearly, or concisely, or speak clearly and concisely, and to make sense in general, just because I was so... It's kind of like if you put soda into a water bottle and started to shake it. It's just building pressure and building pressure and building pressure until it just pops. And I'm, I would say that weed kind of did that to me. I'm not even about to lie. Weed made me pop because I was like suppressing my emotions for years and years and years and years. And when you're doing things that change your state of mind, like drinking and smoking and not to you know, take away the fact that I was also doing psychedelics almost every fucking weekend. It didn't help my mental regulation, I guess you could say. Like, I wasn't able to express what I wanted to express because I was just so in my head about everything. And I'm not gonna lie to you, weed made me really awkward. Like, in general, like, I'm awkward already, but weed made me so much more quiet and so much more reserved and just from smoking, I wouldn't be able to get words out because I'd be hyper fixated on my mind and hyper fixated on what I was thinking. And obviously for some people, it does the opposite and it gets you out of your mind and it gets you out of overthinking. But if you don't have anything wrong with you, like mentally, then you can't really relate to what I'm trying to say. It's kind of like it's like when kids with ADHD drink coffee, it doesn't wake them up. It puts them to sleep. And weed does the same thing. If you're a really loud person, weed shuts you up. Or if you're a really quiet person, weed brightens you up. It does the opposite of what your mind is already doing. And for me... I'm not going to say that I'm, like, an outgoing person, but I am. Like, I hide that from a lot of people just because, like, people have a tendency to judge other people and I just don't care for it. Like, I don't feel like it's worth the effort to go out and be myself loudly, you feel me? And then get shut down by everybody around me just because I'm annoying as fuck. Like, I can admit that. I'm that one kid that's loud as fuck for no reason. Like, I can admit when I'm being annoying. So I just rather not deal with the consequences that come with, you know, people's shit, right? And 
So for me, when I would smoke, it would make me hyper fixated on everything. And this is not to mention that it would make me paranoid and I wouldn't even smoke like a lot. Like I'd smoke maybe like a bowl and it would make me paranoid like immediately immediately just because i'm a person where i'm like well nothing ever happens to me because bad things don't really happen to me like i can put that on my motherfucking soul like shit doesn't really happen to me just because i one take care of myself two i don't really leave my house and three because like i am just one of those people who is really secure like i can make anybody feel like they're safe even if we're in the middle of a fucking shooting even if we're in the middle of a war I have a really comforting presence in that was taken away when I started smoking. Like, after I started smoking, I started having really paranoid thoughts. Like, how nobody likes me and how my family doesn't care about me. And just, like, really negative, 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 negative things. Just because I wasn't able to express or get anything out of me just because of smoking. And to me, I never liked it. Like, I liked it the first couple times because, you know, when it when you first, 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 first smoke, you start, like, to sink in your chair and, like, shit's really trippy. And I thought that was cool. But after a certain amount of times, it was just too much for me. Like, it was... Like, I like psychedelics. So for me to not like weed... It had to be something more, like, deep, if that makes sense. Like, psychedelics are something that overwhelms a lot of people, but it doesn't overwhelm me. And weed is something that everybody's super mad comfortable with because it puts you to sleep or because it relaxes you, but for me, it didn't do that. And to me, it put me inside of a place where I felt... Like, my mind was racing constantly. Like, if you're in a manic state, that's what it felt like. Like, my mind was continuously, 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 continuously thinking negative, 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 negative. And I couldn't get it out just because I was so fucking high all the time. And because I didn't realize that it was a weed doing it to me. But I knew that I didn't like it from the start. And I knew that I didn't feel like that before I smoked. So, it was my best explanation, and when I finally stopped AK like a month ago, I've been really able to regulate myself, like, better than I have in a long time. And, when I stopped, I started having really, really, really vivid dreams. Like, dreams where, like, I could see, feel, touch, smell, taste, everything that was going on. Like, I was in the dream like you know how you look at yourself and you can't see your face but you can see everything around you and you can touch and taste and feel everything and your sensations are like really aware of everything well that's how i was in my dreams it was very very vivid and it was never i wouldn't say it was never anything negative because the majority of my dreams are kind of nightmare-esque but i've gotten really used to having nightmares so at this point i kind of just analyze my dreams right and so, when I started, basically, when I had just stopped, my dreams were really, 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 really fucking vivid. But they also were really random. And, 
let me give you a couple examples. Like the first one that I really remember was being in a mall and being a different person. Like I was not myself. Like in the dream, I was not me. It was a completely different person. So I was really fucking confused. And then I'll give you a different example. I recently had a dream where one of my siblings wears makeup and her and her friend were at my house. But instead of my house, it was a video game. A map in a video game that's not really a map in the video game that I'm talking about. And that's just like a few examples. And then the majority of the dreams that I've been having, I'm not myself in these dreams, which I find absolutely trippy as fuck because that doesn't make any sense to me. Usually you dream in the first person, but I dreamt that I'm a completely different person. And that's happened a lot since I stopped smoking. And I think that has something to do with the way that I feel like weed changed me. Like, it changed me from being a really positive, outlooking person to this really negative, pessimistic crybaby of a bitch. You feel me? Like, I'm an asshole now, and I don't deal with my emotions like I used to, and I just don't feel like myself. And... I can't really blame anybody else besides myself, and the only thing that I was doing was, you know, hanging out with people that I don't know if they cared about me or not, and I didn't, I didn't care. And getting into relationships where I was chasing people's validation because I also didn't care. Like, I didn't care about myself, I didn't care about whether they were good for me, I didn't care whether I saw them in my future or not, like, I didn't care. And... In turn, that made them not care about me, you feel me? Like, if I treated myself like shit, what makes me think that other people aren't going to be like, oh, well, if you get to do that, why can't I get to do that? And I'm not saying that every single person in my history is a bad person, because that's not true, you feel me? Like, it takes two to tango, I was just as bad. But the reason that I think that I let myself get into a place where I felt like anything and everything was okay for other people to do to me was part of smoking weed like it was partially me running away from my emotions running away from being able to take care of myself running away from everything and doing it for others validation because really when i started smoking weed it was just because like my friend wanted to try it and i was like you know what i had never done it so i want to try it too and because my friend was over the age i was in california when this started and he was old enough to, you know, go and buy it for us. And it was obviously not bad, like, when I started because it's cool. It's kind of like when you start to, you know, when you get drunk for the first time and you're like, damn, that was fun, I want to do it again, you feel me? Like, it was fun for the first couple months, but then after that I just... I was already in a bad place in my life, in my emotional life, myself. Why? Just because I was in a place where I felt like, one... Just everything was out of my control, out of my capability, and I'm a control freak. Like, if my environment can't be clean, or it can't be the way that I want, then I fucking freak the fuck out, you feel me? And I was in an environment where I was not under control, and that didn't help the fact that I felt like nobody gave a shit that I was in pain, and nobody gave a shit that I was, you know fucking just in general just in pain like nobody gave a fuck my family never called me like I was away from my family they never called and being around 
certain people just was making me search for people's validation. I'm not saying that it's other people's fault, you feel me? Because it's out of my own insecurities that I was chasing people's validation. But it also didn't help that I was surrounding myself with those type of people. Instead of owning up to the fact that, you know, I felt like that. And I was going to a therapist at this time, so, like, there was really nothing for me to be doing. Like, I was already going to therapy, and I felt like nothing was working. And so I started to smoke, I wouldn't say regularly, but it was pretty often. And after a while, I came home, and my friend from high school, me and him started hanging out a lot, and... I'm not going to say that he's a bad influence, but we were smoking almost daily because he was like, yo, you want to smoke with me? And I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm lonely. Sure. Why not? And it was out of my own bullshit, like me running away from my emotions and me running away from having any type of control that made me spiral. And it's kind of like an alcoholic. You feel me? Like you start off drinking socially and then it goes to drinking by yourself. And then it goes to you can't go a day without drinking. That's how it was for me. And it's weird because people like alcoholics and shit, they can't just quit because they're so used to it. And because they see nothing wrong with it, you feel me? Like when I was smoking, I saw nothing wrong with it. I felt like, you know, like. I was just doing this. I was just doing this. There was no issue with it. I was just doing it. And nobody was there for there to be an issue. You feel me? Like, I was by myself the majority of the time. So nobody could see me be weird or awkward. Or nobody could tell that I was hyper fixating on everything. Nobody could tell that I was tripping, paranoid as fuck. And hiding from my own emotions. And nobody could tell. And... Just because nobody can tell doesn't mean that it's not a problem. You feel me? Like, I had to own up to that fact. Because not only was it hindering my ability to deal with my emotions, it was hindering my physical relationships. Like, I cut off a lot of people last year just because I myself didn't know how to regulate my anger. And that has nothing to do with anybody else. You feel me? And... It ruined a lot of people who actually did care about me. Like, I pushed away a lot of people. And I pushed away my family. And that's not who I want to be. And just to add, like, I pushed away everybody who I who actually cares about me, like... I just got up and left my family out of nowhere just because of how paranoid I was and how unbothered I was with everybody else's emotions. Like, I was taking everybody else's emotions and just stepping on them because that's how it felt to me. Like, that's how I felt at the time. But that was just my own self-destructive behavior from not dealing with my emotions, right? Like, when you shake a soda inside of a water bottle and it pops, 
or it's getting really, really, really close. And you're scared to open it. That was me. And I blamed everybody else. And to this day, I still blame everybody else for my own issues. Like, during this time of where, like, I was non-stop smoking, I blamed everybody else for the shit that was going on with me. And because I was surrounded by people who did the same thing. Like, the people I was hanging out with had victim mentalities. And because I was searching for people to love me, I was like, oh, well, if I'm the same, they're going to love me just as much as they love themselves. But the thing about that was that they don't even love themselves. And I had to figure out that the hard way, you feel me? And... Just due to my own self-destructive behavior, I almost basically got rid of everybody that I had in my life. And I thought, you know, maybe I just need to restart. I just need new friends and I just need to get away from my family and I just need to get away from the life that I knew because I need to get out of my comfort zone and just start over. But starting over did nothing. Like... I was still, I wouldn't say I was in, like, pain. I was still in regret. I was still in hurt. I was still hyperfixating on all the problems that was going wrong and everything that was going wrong and just blaming everybody else for things that I should have been taking care of. And recently... Just literally last night I had this dream where I was talking. I apologize for that background noise. Anyways, so just last night I had a dream where I was going to school. And there was people that I knew, like, from going to school, right? Like, people that I knew from previous experiences at school. So I wasn't really, like, confused on what was going on. I was like, okay, so I'm going to school because you and me went to school together. And there was a lot of people from my college, a lot of people from my high school, and a lot of people from work, like, my past jobs. And I was on this bus, and one of my friends was driving. And then as we're driving, it turns into me in, like, this tube, like, a rafting type of tube. But it was made out of plastic and not fabric. Like, usually rafting, they have some sort of padding on the bottom. But the one that I was on was just plastic. And because you're burning rubber, it was catching on fire. And as it was starting to catch on fire, I see a bounce house on fire. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck? Like, is that what I'm on? And... Then the bus takes off and it drops off the tube that I'm in. And when I say drop off, I mean like the tube was burning so much that it just like fell off of the string that was connecting the bus to this tube. And as soon as I start sliding with this tube, it's slowing down and it's slowing down and slowing down until it gets to a stop and there's uh, paramedics right there. 
and I go up to the paramedics and I'm like, yo, like, I feel like my shit is about, my skin is about to come off. Like, can you do anything? And they're like, nah, you have to go empty your pockets because last time a paramedic tried to to help people like you, uh, they got shot or stabbed or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's a no. You could have just said, no, I'm not going to walk all the way over there just to empty my pockets just for your safety when I'm dying. So I started to walk to school because I was like, fuck it, like, there's no point. So I started walking to school and then I get to school and it's lunchtime by the time I get there because I had walked and it was really far. And one of my friends is there and I'm like, holy shit, like, this is weird. Like, I, obviously it's a dream, so I'm like tripping and I'm like, I don't remember you being at this school. And I get lunch and I go up to my friends and they're like, why are you and this person being weird? And I'm like, oh, cause me and this person, like, we don't get along anymore. Like, we don't talk. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they stop talking to me because of this person. And I'm like, oh. So all of my friends are turned, like, instead of being on my side of, you know, whatever happened between me and this other person, they're on their side. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess, you know, like, I can't really do anything about it. But that feeling of being hated, it really got to me in the dream just because I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I do? Like, should I go say sorry? Just let you know, these people don't hate me, but in my dream, I was like, you know, like, there's no point of saying sorry, because if they hate me, they're gonna hate me, and me saying sorry isn't gonna change their point of view, because you can't convince somebody of something that they don't care for, and I'm not gonna break my back to make these people think that I'm a good person if they truly believe that I'm not, because sometimes... I can be a piece of garbage, and I'm going to admit that to myself. So I was like, okay, if these people hate me, I'm going to let them hate me because obviously I deserve it. And so I go and I find this person that I knew in high school. And when I knew this kid in high school, he was very suicidal and very pessimistic and very, like, gave me school shooter vibes. I'm not going to lie. Like, he was very... I'm not going to attack him because it's not like he was a shitty person. It was just like his fantasies were very scary. And me and my friends were the weird kids of the school. So, like, it made sense that his fantasies were just as weird as my whole friend group. And when I knew this kid, it was he was a very dark person. Like, he, he didn't care if you were having a bad day. He did not care if he was making you feel like shit. He didn't care if you felt weird or scared about him. And he just didn't care, like, about anything. And in his dream, he was like, hey, like, are you okay? And just being not himself. He was being very caring for me and very loving and very, like compassionate and being like basically like a parental figure to me and making sure that I was okay and that I got home safe and like everything and to me that was very out of the norm because this person didn't care about anything like anything and like when I say he didn't care about anything like he used to me and him used to sit at the teacher's desk because 
this teacher is really cool and she always like everybody just wanted to be around her and so me and him would sit at her desk because she didn't care and she let us so we would sit at her desk and he would say really dark shit like I want to shoot up the school or this is why I want to shoot up the school or like shit like that like shit that you should not be saying you feel me like it's kind of like how you're not allowed to say bomb at the airport you feel me he would go and he would scream that shit from the top of the fucking staircase and so that really got me like snapped me out of like holy fuck this is a dream you feel me like there's no way that this person's being like this this has to be a dream so I'm continuing and continuing the dream and it's not only him but it's this other dude too that I met at work and this dude that I met at work was like a big 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 sweetheart like if you imagined I don't know like a big teddy bear of a personality that was this dude but he wasn't like he didn't look like a teddy bear he was very good looking and very handsome and very down to earth and he was also being there for me and so it was very like like I didn't understand what was going on right and that's what snapped me back to life or back to reality because I'm like hold on I don't really talk to this person and this person isn't this person you feel me and in the dream then um, I tell these people what's happening. I tell them, well, you know, like, I don't know why, but I feel like complete and utter shit. And I think it has something to do with the fact that I had all these friends and now all these friends hate me. And there's nothing I can do except sit here and not necessarily feel bad for myself, but like, accept what happened because I'm not perfect. And sometimes I am the bad guy. And so I just have to sit there and be that bad guy. And they were like, well, you're not 100% at fault and this and that. And so I told them, thanks for being there. But, you know, I, would, I just want to go home. And they take me home. And it just, it just continues to be fucking weird, right? Like, instead of getting dropped off in my front yard, I get dropped off in what seems to be the backyard. And a bunch of people get off at where my house is, and they're going through my house. Like, it doesn't make any sense, you feel me? Like, the bus stop was my house. And that was weird to me. And... The person that was supposed to be driving the bus, aka, like, the actual, like, bus driver, gets off. And she's like, remember when I used to take you and your sister to school? And I'm like, how do you know that me and my sister went to school together? Because it was only for one year. And so that was another, like, reality check. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I get home, and my mom had, like... You know when Britney Spears, like, just shaved off all her hair, but it was, like, patchy? That's what my mom looked like. Like, it was my mom, but it, her hair was all patchy because she had just sh basically buzz cut all of it off. And I was like, whoa. Like, what the fuck is going on? And she's crying and, like, ugly crying. And she tells me that one of my nephews had just died. And I'm like, yo. 
you can't be serious. Like, first school, first almost died, then school, then, you know, all these people hate me, and then I get home, and I don't know what the fuck's going on, and now you're telling me that my nephew died. Like, this shit can't get any worse. And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, it's okay, you can allow yourself to release. And I started crying in my dream, like, heavily, like, ugly crying. And, obviously, when I woke up, I looked up everything that I meant immediately. Like, I looked up, what does it mean to see a bounce house in your dream? What does it mean to feel like you were on fire in your dream? What does it mean to almost die in your dream? What does it mean, you know, like, everything, step by step. I look it up, and I try to piece it all together. And, basically, what I got from that was that I wasn't dealing with my emotions in a healthy way. Like, I wasn't allowing myself to release in a healthy and productive way that allowed me to do exactly that. Feel good right after and feel like I said everything that I needed to say. And I'm that type of person that like shuts my mouth if people aren't listening. And the majority of people don't listen. Like the majority of people are just waiting for their turn to speak. And it's not my fault. And it's not their fault. And I can't be blaming other people for the fact that I don't express myself. And I need to find healthy ways to deal with my anger. Because really that's like my biggest... My biggest hindrance. Like, people feel sad. On a regular basis and like depressed but for me it was always anger like I was like an angry type of depressed where I was like no you did this to me and this is why I feel like like shit instead of being like no I'm not angry at you I'm just angry in general and that's why I'm speaking on the fact that I stopped smoking weed because I realized last night too that it was just coping for how angry I feel all the time and how angry I feel for not being in control when the fact of the matter is that nobody's ever in control if you feel like if you understand that like not even the president has all the control in the world. You feel me? Like, there's times in life where you're just gonna feel like shit. As much as you don't want to. And times where people are gonna treat you like shit. And there's nothing you can do. And times where other people are gonna be treated like shit. And there's nothing for you to do because it's not your life. And I have control issues like up the ass and so that's another reason why I stopped smoking because I realized I was using that to try to control how I was feeling because if I got high then I wasn't angry but 
That didn't really do anything. But shake the bottle. And make everybody afraid to open it. And... I also realized that I need to express myself without being scared. Scared in general, like not being scared of what people are going to say or think or do or feel about what I have to say. And that was the whole point of doing this in the first place. So, yeah, that's why I always get really personal. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie and say that I do get personal. Because the majority of the time when I do these and they get personal, I just delete them. And redo it without speaking about myself. In general, I just don't like speaking about myself. But, I need to stop. Because that's part of the reason why I feel the way I feel. And... I don't know what else to say. I would say that, you know, like, yelling helps, or punching shit helps, but it really doesn't. And... Mm, I would say the only thing that really helped, like, me being able to feel better, is to simply say the things. And after I say or said the things that I had to say, I felt better. And just because people in my past didn't necessarily listen to what I had to say, doesn't mean that somebody in the future is not going to listen. And I have to stop letting the past interfere with my present. And I have to move on with all the things that's ever happened because it was also my fault. Like everything that's ever happened to me, it's partially my fault. If not all, my fault. And... I have to let go of having people or thinking that people should care about me when they really don't have to. Like, I was talking to my sister when I got back from doing a bunch of fuck shit, right? And she said that, you know, people are going to be there for you, but they don't have to be there for you. Which is true, but I thought... It would be different if those people are blood, but that's not the case. I think it's just different because I try to be there for everybody. But, but nobody tries to be there for me. But that's not true. It's just that... I don't tell people what's going on. 
and because I push people away. And point fingers and say, oh, you're doing this wrong. Just because people do that to me. And, you know, I want to hold myself accountable. And that's why this shit's getting really personal. Because I don't want to be mean to my family. And I don't want to push my friends away. And it's really easy to say, but it's really hard to execute. But I can't run away if I say these things out loud and record it and post this shit publicly. Because then there's no way in fucking hell that, you know, I can't remember. And plus, it's nobody's fault. You feel me? Like, this might be hard for me to express. But if I did, like, people would just be like, okay, like, it's normal. And I just make everything a big deal. Even if it's a not, not a big deal. Just because... I feel like we all do that. Like, I don't know, like, if, if you were to lose your job, you'd feel like that's a big deal. And to me, I'd be like, just go get another one. It's the same thing I feel. Like, I do things that I think are a big deal. And people around me are like, well, that's not that big a deal. Just leave it alone. Just drop it. And that also doesn't help because I'm stubborn and I don't want to be told what to do. And I also realize I need to give that up too because some people don't say things just to control you. You feel me? Like when, I don't know, when your parents punish you for shit, take away your phone as a kid. They don't do that to control the fuck out of you. They do it because it's equal punishment for whatever you did. And I could see both sides. Like, I could see why I do what I do. But that doesn't make it okay. And it's kind of like my comparison with an alcoholic. You could drink all the time and not see a problem with it, but that doesn't mean that there isn't. And I need to get over my attitude problem. And wanting things to go my way every fucking time. Because it's just not life. Although, the majority of the things that I've wanted have gone my way. So, I don't really have a reason to complain. I just want to make sure what I bring into my life 
moving past is good. Even though I know that nothing is always going to be good. I want to hold myself accountable so I don't ruin relationships with my family or ruin relationships with friends. Because I have a tendency to do that. Even though, you know, I can always make more friends. And I will always have people who I will consider family. Because the point is to be able to maintain relationships. At least for me. But, also recognize that if a relationship really isn't bringing the best out of me and the other person, that we're not supposed to even try. Like, if, I don't know, me and a family member don't bring out the best in each other, there's no point to trying. Because we're already too deep. We already hold too much resentment to just drop without counseling. And I can't be the only person to go to fucking therapy and want to fix everything because it takes two. And as much as I want to fix all of my issues, that doesn't fix everybody else's issues. And I need to know when to give up on people. Because people have their own things that they need to take care of. And it's not my job to be there for every single other person. It's my job to watch out for me. And in doing so, I need to make sure that going forward into my life, I don't hold on to shit. Whether that be emotional or people. Or just things that don't do me good. And it's not being selfish. Because I also realize that sometimes you do need to be selfish. It's like if you were friends with an alcoholic friend after being a recovered alcoholic. Just because you're like, well, I feel bad for this person. This person doesn't have anybody. What does that do for the other person? Enable? What if this person is peer pressuring you? I need to be able to see when things are good for me and when things are not good for me. And... Ultimately, I think that... I'm not doing an absolute dog shit of a job, you feel me? Like, I do try with my family not to be a piece of utter fucking garbage. But, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I try a lot harder. And sometimes I can admit when I'm not trying at all. But... Mainly, I just don't want to regret how I treated them in their lifetimes, because you never know. 
but I also don't want to regret being nice to somebody just because. Because some people, they don't deserve it. Like, I'm not going to say that I hold grudges, but I do, like, it's something that everybody does and that everybody has a hard time getting over shit. And as much as we try, it's a lot harder than, you know, just fucking doing it. Especially if those people don't take accountability for what they've done. Or when they shrug it under, or, you know, sweep it under the rug. Or shrug it off. It's kind of like how I said that certain things are a big deal to me, and then certain things are not a big deal to other people. Like, I don't know. Like, if I don't tie my shoe and somebody steps on it and I trip and fall, all they do is say sorry. But that didn't stop anything. And I still got hurt. And just because you say sorry doesn't fix the issue. But I can't expect people to show compassion and tie my shoe. And I need to know when to tie my own shoe. And to just say, well, oh well, it happened. It's a lot harder. But, that's why I'm doing this. To take accountability for myself. Because I'm not always a fucking great person. Like, I'm not. And, I just don't want to lie. Because, I used to lie a lot as a kid. And I regretted it. Because now people don't take me seriously. But you learn as you grow. And I'm not perfect. Nor do I claim to be perfect. But I do need to express myself more often. Even if it comes out really fucking depressive. Because... The majority of the things that you want to get off your chest are either really sad or really happy. I'm not happy 100% of the time. So. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. Thanks for listening to this depressive episode. <laughs> and I hope that it was helpful. And that you have a good day, a good night, a good morning, whenever you're listening, because I can only speak on my life. Anyways, yeah.